Hi, I'm Wendy Francis, nutrition therapist, emotional eating expert, and entrepreneur. I've helped countless people overcome their obsession with food and weight. Isn't it time you overcame what you had become and ignite who you were meant to be? Your time to become an overcomer starts now. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Overcoming Emotional Eating. And today I have a very special edition. I'm actually not on a pre-recorded line. Um, I am just kind of in my little closet studio talking, so to speak. Um, but I had some real things on my heart and my soul and felt really compelled to go ahead and put it in the recording for all of us to share and learn and grow together. We know that many of us have various issues in our life. Emotional eating may only be one component. There may be things going on with your children, your spouse, your career, profession, work, friendships, uh, parents, etc. And all I try to do here on overcoming is really bring you the parallels between your eating and your life. And in this way as well, I felt like understanding core root issues is imperative in all aspects, right? From an eating feeding perspective to then really recognizing what it looks like or means for your life. We have all gone down the rabbit hole, right? And what I mean by that is we have a problem, whatever that problem is on the surface. It could be uh, our children are going through the terrible twos. It could be that our parents are getting older and struggling with their health. It could be that we have, in fact, struggles with our health. Um, it could be a multiple things, a multiple number of things, right? Problems that we're having. And it seems to be one way on the surface. And in that, we dive deep down into this rabbit hole, kind of going for one thing after the other after the other to solve the problem. In some instances, going down the rabbit hole, can be real and raw and true and can lead you out to the light at the end of the tunnel. And the only way really to get through there was to go through that rabbit hole. For other times, for other people and other places and things, we might go down that rabbit hole in an effort to try to find something only to be led astray down another hole and another hole, leading us away from our real truth and the real root cause. The definition of entering down a rabbit hole is as such, and I state, to enter into a situation or begin a process or journey that is particularly strange, problematic, difficult, complex, or chaotic, especially one that becomes increasingly so as it develops or unfolds. This is in an allusion to Alice's Alice in Wonderland. However, I see it so often for many of us, and I, in fact, have been down a rabbit hole the last few years of my life uh, in having a problem, kind of surface problem, 
escalating and escalating and escalating in various facets of my life and going down a number of different rabbit holes, finally now beginning to come to the light at the end of the tunnel in becoming, right, uh, the other, coming to the other side of that rabbit hole. But those holes go deep for us. And we can have what looks like one thing on the surface, which then can lead us to another place and lead us to another place and lead us to another place. When things are going awry, it's really easy to start going down the rabbit hole. When just a little thing seems off or askew, it's easy to jump. The rabbit hole is where we, be, we start being guided at times by our egos and making choices based on our emotions. It's where we might not use our rational thinking basis to check out and see and say, can this be true? Is it as such? Or is it just an emotional perspective? Do we need the combination of both? Taking the journey into crazy land is exactly what Alice in Wonderland did. She kind of fell asleep. Her life got chaotic. She fell asleep. And then this white-haired rabbit came by her. And she thought, ah, that might be my answer, right? Sometimes we think that the problem seems really evident and loud like the white rabbit. And we follow it down that rabbit hole. We're all aware of times when we found one problem on the surface and we did not dig deeper only to continue to have that problem lead us to another or become more ingrained. Eating can be like that. We can feel like the problem is our weight and or the food in the house or that we have an addiction and we can't control ourselves with the food. We can think it's one problem and we can keep it as such on the surface. My passion, my goal in my life, in my work, and also my personal world, I'm still developing in this way, but I have always sought for the truth and the core and the crux of the real problem, not just the surface, but what's underneath that and what's underneath that and what's underneath that. My favorite word growing up was why. Apparently, I used to say it all the time. I'm sure it was infuriating to the, to the particular adults around me. But when I was given an explanation, I would in fact always say, why? Why is that? And the truth is I've kept that same mantra as I've gotten older. Why? I understand how easy it is to stay on the surface. And I understand what a much better option at times it can feel like to just think that the food is the problem or just think that this little thing going on is the real problem. It's not that big of a deal. And Hey, sometimes it's not right. Like sometimes life isn't that hard and that's great, but sometimes it is. And sometimes that little problem on the surface or that little bout of overeating that then becomes a nightly endeavor that then becomes more and more food that you can't stop with, that, that those things really can spiral 
And in that, we tend to get sleepier, so to speak, as Alice did. We tend to distract, turn away from, not look at, hide our heads. Sometimes then we wake up to see the white rabbit and we say, that's it. That's, that's the problem. The problem is my weight. Right? The problem is my weight. And I'm going to jump down this rabbit hole and I'm going to diet and diet and diet and diet and diet to get the weight off because that's the real problem. The problem with emotional eating is that you can't solve an emotional problem with a logistical reason. They're two very separate things. And so the reality is, is you've got to get underneath the crux and the core of why you're eating what you're eating, when you're eating it, and then what might that lead you to? I've had many a client kind of stay on the surface with things and then jump into the rabbit hole with me in curiosity, really try to find the core, the crux of why they eat the way they eat, what they are going to do about it. And that might lead them to another journey of healing their attachment wounds from when they were younger or looking at their PTSD from a military endeavor or looking at uh, something else in their life, a marital issue or another personal issue. And that goes down another rabbit hole, but those extra rabbit holes can really lead out to a bigger and brighter tomorrow if you're going down the right tunnel, right? If, however, we're frantically searching or being just in our symptoms on the surface and we, we are not going to choose the right tunnel, we're not going to choose the right way, we don't want to go on a journey trying to mask the problem or be in more chaos. We want to go in a journey methodically, logistically, and with our emotional intention. Overeating can do many things for us. We can use it to cover up our emotions. We can use it for being angry at others instead of owning what we need to do. We can use it to cover up for other addictions. We can use it for many, many things. And that state keeps you on the surface, right? It keeps you above ground, so to speak. You're not even diving in. When we overeat, it can get easy to swept down the wrong kind of rabbit hole in really just being in beration and guilt and shame and fear and frustration and worry. And is it ever going to end? And am I not going to do this tomorrow? And I can't do it tomorrow. I'm just going to get all the chips out of my house because I just can't do it another day. Well, that's one rabbit hole. But the truth is that rabbit hole we bounce from. We hit the bottom quick. There is no way out. And we might pop back up. Or we might lay down there and rest depending on how bad the shame circle and cycle is at the bottom there. If only I could lose weight. If only she or he would stop bringing this food into my house. If only I had more money. If only I was happier. Those are all the things that can happen in that one-sided rabbit hole. We can do this in life outside of food as well, right? I would be happy if only. Or I would be healthy if only. Sometimes we need to go through those rabbit holes to get to the other side so that we can really get to the core and crux and then get out. It's not about happiness. We can all find happiness. Happiness is really, truly a decision that takes place inside of us. 
And so if you're down a rabbit hole looking for happiness, stop searching, turn around, look at yourself. Because the reality is, is that is within you. I know that many, many people struggle with different health issues and I can relate more now in my life than ever. The reality is, is really recognizing what the core crux of the health crisis is and what specifically can you do about it? What rocks do you need to overturn? And then can you make the choice to be healthy and strong and happy in the midst of the turmoil that can really surface around health issues? In food and eating, it's imperative to not get caught in the rabbit hole too long. Not in that shame, guilt, fear, frustration, worry, rabbit hole. You've got to be looking for the light at the end of the tunnel. You've got to go down holes in those tunnels, right, the rabbit holes, and find the tunnel that leads you to the core reason why the issue exists. It can be something like a behavior modification. It can be something like I'm going to change around my living room. I'm going to paint the walls. I'm going to make it feel fresher. I'm not going to allow myself to bring food in my living room. If I chew, if I'm eating in front of the TV all night, I'm going to make that be a non-food zone. I'm going to change the way things are in my life. So I eat enough during the day. So I don't eat all night. Right? So those are kind of behavioral changes and those are short rabbit holes. They're not the long rabbit holes, right? Sometimes though, Food and eating can bring us to a longer rabbit hole. It can bring us to really, really getting to some deep core reasons of why we're doing what we're doing, whether we're not eating or we're eating too much or emotionally eating. Is it because we're spent, strung out, anxious, worried, fearful by the end of the night, and that's why we need to fill with food? What's your reason? Right? Why are you overeating? What's the fear behind being successful or the fear behind failing? Is there a fear that's underneath your overeating? That's a rabbit hole you can get into and you can get out of. Jumping down the rabbit hole with that white rabbit can really lead you through the light at the end of the tunnel. What would life really be like if you didn't have emotional eating, if you didn't eat in the way that you did, if you had a different relationship with food, what would life be like then? And what would you really have to own or let go of to be in that life? What emotions are you running from now and why are you running from them? The reason why we run from certain emotions. I know there's certain emotions I don't love at all. And there are times I catch myself running from them. I love Forrest Gump. There's many movies I love, love, love. Forrest Gump is one of them. And I love when he takes off across the country and just starts running. Because it reminds me so often of my journey in life. In just, I feel like running, I'm going to run. And I'm going to keep running and I don't know why, right? We become in that trance-like state of just running, running, running. And I have been at those points and those times in my life where I was just running. I also love, though, at a certain point where Forrest Gump gets to a place and a point and he says, I'm just tired. I'm tired of running. I think I'm going to go home now. And in that, for us, what that means is I'm done running. I'm going to face the situation. I'm going to jump down the rabbit hole. I'm going to learn 
what it is about myself that's kept me in this pattern of running. I'm going to be intentional and mindful. And I'm also going to be emotional and feel my emotions and recognize that they're there but also allow my cognitive mind to help me get some logistics around those things. Because without those sides of us, that yin and that yang, we will falter. When someone denies their emotions so much that they stay only in the logistics, only in the calories, only in the certain foods, only in the getting everything out of my house, that fails. When we get swept away all the time in our emotions and we don't know what to do or how to think about them or or how to preface them, or how to work with our emotions, how to love ourselves through that, we can falter as well. So the reality is, is getting both sides of us together and going down that rabbit hole through those tunnels, finding the core issues underneath what we need to do to change, to become who we want to be, to really truly overcome, to get to the light at the end of the tunnel, to come out the other side, just like Alice and Alice in Wonderland did. It's our lesson. It's our journey. It's our running in this life, right? And it allows us to get to the place and the point where we have all that we need. Because truly, I know that we have all that we need inside of us to get through the lessons that we need to learn here in life. You have it too. I know this. I know this to be true. I've known this to be true for all my clients I know it to be true for myself that we have everything we need to get us through all that we're put up to learn when we're here. And you can do that too. You can do that too. I know that. And you can overcome whatever you need to. You can absolutely overcome facets of emotional eating, but other facets of your life as well that you might be sleeping through, that you might be running unconsciously around. You can get underneath that. You can dive in that rabbit hole, build your tunnels to get to the light at the other side. If we go down the rabbit hole of our unconsciousness and try to unravel the naughty points of our life story, We may encounter a bunch of hidden niceties or emotional stowaways. Forget details in the windmill of our mind may daintily move us through. This, in fact, is true. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Overcoming Emotional Eating. I hope you gleaned a little bit of insight as to who you are, or what you're running from, or what rabbit hole you might be in today. And you can take a look at www.wendyfrancis.com. We are shifting some things in 2021. We will continue to do that as we learn and grow together in this platform and this community. And I continue to serve you all in helping you overcome your emotional eating. Take good care of yourselves and those around you. Much love. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Rate, review, and subscribe. You never know who you'll help become the next overcomer.